Good evening, and welcome to another edition of the JMU Softball Podcast. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm joined as always by my buddy Rob. What's up, Rob? Nothing, nothing at all. Just uh, enjoying this this brutal heat. Yes, it is hot today. Um, welcome, everybody. We had a little week off last week, and we're probably going to have another week off next week. Uh, it'll be the holiday, the 5th of July, and we probably will not um, be recording. So we wanted to jump on this week and do a little bit of fun summer stuff. And then we'll, you know, we'll, after the July 4th holiday or July 4th holiday, we'll probably be start ramping up for football again, Rob. We might even have to have like real guests and stuff again. So yeah, yeah it'll be about that time. Take him planning. Um, as always, we're brought to you by Mossy Creek Fly Fishing in Harrisonburg, Virginia. You can go by the shop and mention the podcast. You'll get a free Mossy Creek Fly Fishing sticker. Um, looking forward to seeing those guys this week, Rob. And uh, just, it's, you know, it's super hot. So it's a weird time. I, I don't know what that what that means to the fishing, but um, at the same time, you know we're we're semi post COVID and go plan your trips and go to the store and pick up the stuff you need and you know I, I think we could plan with a little more optimism um, yeah. for future trips, right? So you know do what you need and uh, go see those guys. Big thanks to them. I am really looking forward. Uh, Rob Brian is like the only one who. His JMU fandom has gotten on a level that is uh, super, I think, above ours now. And wow. I, I'm really, yeah, it's it's great. I'm really looking forward to, uh, you know, having a full sports year without uh, restrictions with him. So, yeah, it's going to be funny. But big thanks to Mossy Creek. Rob, our three, I had three notes tonight, I don't know, or, or three and a half. I mean, two on men's basketball. But um, we'll start with softball because that's what we do. I felt like I have a correction to make, Rob, personally. I, uh, a couple weeks ago, you know, was trying not to put it out there, but I was very concerned. I I heard on the national podcast that Sarah Jubas was in the transfer portal, um, with another year to go and was very like nervous about it. It is a, it, you know, somewhere along the line, it's leaked out what's that's all about the last couple of weeks. And it is of course the best version and the thing that makes me feel terrible for even like hinting around the topic, um, already enrolled in pharmacy school at the university of North Carolina and like debating whether she's going to play for the Tar Heels or not. Like maybe like just was like, well, I should put it in because I'm going to grad school is what I'm hearing or whatever. Like, but you can't like, I don't know what, I mean, you know, it's funny looking back, I, I rewatched one of the games from the world series and the commentators like, yeah, we couldn't believe it. We talked to Jubis yesterday and she was just so shocked to be here. Could never dream that she would get here and this team and everything. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, in hindsight. But uh, you know, well, so it'll be interesting. Knows? Like, th- I think the the yeah. more interesting thing coming out of COVID with like the extra year yeah. is this year. I think it's a little bit easier if you come right yeah. out and you've got your extra year. You know, um, mm-hmm. you know, Kate and people like that. Yeah, Kate Gordon. But now it's like if you're already graduated and you're going on, you're moving. Like, it becomes yeah. more difficult. And yeah. this goes back to when we had a conversation with this about um, basketball with coach O Mm -hmm. and there's going to be tough decisions that are made years down the road, not too many years, but still like this year, next year when they need to clear slots and clear things or people just want to move on. And I I think, man, if there's a high note to go out on, it's probably (laughs) this feels like that. uh, What's the, that old Costner movie where he writes on the ball for love of the game, you know, like I'm done on the, like, this feels like you gotta go. This is the ultimate mic drop. And yet at the same time, you can come back and just be a legend forever. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, and enjoy 
you know, we write that column every year saying, don't leave JMU. Like, yeah, you know, like anyways, um, I haven't heard a whole lot else. Obviously Odyssey Alexander has been playing a lot for the pride team down in Florida. They've been playing a lot of the national teams who are prepping for the Olympics. Uh, really exciting. She seems to have fit right in. It's really cool that the pride have totally realized they have three of those, you know, the last three JMU star pitchers and seem to be promoting. Uh, I mean, it's awesome. It's really, really cool that every night it seems like they pencil in the lineup and one of the three is pitching. Yeah. Uh, Didn't she also sign with Athletes Unlimited? Yeah, I I wasn't as sure about that, but I did see she released her own product line as well of some Odyssey shirts and stuff. But I thought I saw something about her signing with the Athletes Unlimited League, which has a really interesting business model where like, it's it's more like individual stats and Mm -hmm. fans can align themselves with individual players. It's very confusing, but it seemed like a really good way to capitalize on all this fame. For sure. And, you know, it's weird with Athletes Unlimited because I feel like we behind the scenes, this is one of the like benefits of social media. For years before that was even a concept, we had kind of inter- engaged with a few of the people, I think, that are like behind the scenes people mm-hmm. for that organization. And so we really become aware of it. But yeah, I mean, they've obviously done a good job of getting things on TV and, you know, stuff like that last year. So I, it'll be exciting if she gets to play in that. And I think that's like a condensed season format. So I, I you can come and play and then presumably go back and play for the Pride or Team USA or whatever you want to do. You know, I think it's a little bit similar to like the premier lacrosse league. Yeah. I just folded back in where it's almost like a barnstorming tour mm-hmm. where you show up and you play all these games. It's not necessarily set teams. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting. Hopefully it takes off. Yeah. So it would be great to see um, the former JMU players get more and more opportunities. So love that. Um, the next thing, Rob, I did want to talk a little bit about football just some, it just seems like we're really in a real off season and maybe I'm just so grasping at like any kind of normalcy and hope for an exciting fall. But JMU seems to be, you know, for all the like gnashing of teeth among the JMU fan base after the semifinal loss, they seem to be like right where they left off in recruiting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, marching around and running their camps and, I mean, there seems to be a lot of buzz around this program. And obviously they, they picked up, um, you know, they were ranked number one preseason going into the fall, the, you know, very early and lots to happen. Uh, but that was from the Craig Haley group, which, you know, notoriously doesn't like JMU. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I act, at the same time, I think when they put JMU number one at this point, it's fairly, it's a signal that they, you know, that that's, I, I don't know. They have high hopes for this program too. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I, I forget the rankings. We've said that all along. I, having not watched, I was reminded just reading some preseason stuff without even having watched Montana, the Montana schools, like they didn't play. Like I have no sense of what the national picture looks like again, you know, other than that, I'm mad we lost to Sam Houston and I'm sure the Dakotas will be good again, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I, the one thing I wanted to mention, Rob, was the quarterback that signed from your old neck of the yes, woods, right? Is, uh, is, yeah, from Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, Alonzo Barnett, I think, is his name. Um, and I would say, you know, that is a super competitive high school sports area and football in particular. Um, there has been no movement away from the, like, parent and player safety movement um, 
let's just say that the Piedmont region of North Carolina has not embraced that um, with any with any large scale following the way that other parts of the country have. Um, a lot of great players to come out of that area. You know, the most notable in the last few years is Keenan Allen of the Chargers. Um, I will also say, Rob, it's really interesting. I, uh, the high school that Barnett plays for, Grimsley High School, is the um, it's right next to the campus of UNCG. I mean, it is it borders like their campuses border each other. Mm-hmm. It is like the old. Um, it's very old in the city, and it is. I don't know how to say this. It's like now the like trendy gentrifying hipster area where like people who work for the university or the hospital system down there who like would otherwise send their kids to private school, but they like move to that little district so they can send their kids to like the one public. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, if you have a quarterback from there, who's keeping that team competitive, it's a big deal. Probably pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Like it would be like a Langley up here or like a, um, maybe like a Freeman or a Godwin in Richmond actually competing with like Verina or the Oscar Smiths of the world, you know, like mm-hmm. that's a big deal. Like if your yeah. quarterback is, is uh, keeping that team even above 500 is like, like, so when you go, when you watch them this fall, like, <laughs> or whatever, I mean, they may be four and seven and that's not indicative of anything. <laughs> that may be a great season. So, um, yeah, everything's yeah. relative. Yeah. They're like rival page high school is where Javon leak went like, and they keep getting hammered like year after year by page lately. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, um, uh, that's exciting news. And just the recruiting in general seems to be good. I also love this Rob. The kids seem to be recruiting each other now. Yeah, definitely. Social media, yeah. social yeah. media, the combo of that with the prospect camps, mm-hmm. I think they all meet each other. They have a good time. And then they, they mimic what they see in the pros. They want to be LeBron and Wade and build a super team. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, JMU's a fun place to do that for sure. So mm-hmm. um, good news for them. I don't know how many days we're down to not many days. I mean, we're under, we're in the sixties in terms of days left till football. So, yeah. you know, it's getting there. It's real thing. And then our last two things on the sports side, Rob, I just want to say on men's basketball, I mean, First, I'm just really excited about the team itself. There seems to be a, a Byington really carrying some momentum over with the players. Um, you know, not entirely sure there still could be a change or two in the roster. Um, you know, not trying to you know promote anything one way or the other there, but the kids seem really excited. They're obviously in their offseason program um, and just kind of exciting. And then they put their schedule out and they have Mason in Virginia at home this year kind of rescheduled from last year, which is very exciting to have those games at home. So I, I just, you know, that's really well, it. The freshmen I mean, are on campus, right? Yeah. I, I thought I saw them yep. pictures. Yeah. That's, that's big just to get them all together. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly after what they had to deal with last summer in Byington's yeah. first year to get a full regular summer program. Mm-hmm. I think we'll probably, probably play pretty big dividends this year. Yeah, I think so too. And, because particularly other, across the CA, did you see Coburn enter the transfer left, portal for Hofstra? The, yeah. Yeah, he's he, going to St. John's, I think. Oh, man. I mean, that's a big Hofstra loss. was – what a tough run, too, because, like, you know, they were the team that won the tournament that didn't exist. Like, they won the CA tournament of COVID year and then didn't get to play in the big tournament. And then they were good last year, but not – Not good you know, enough. Not yeah. good enough. And then, yeah, now you lose your – what your I think it was second leading scorer second last year. leading scorer yeah yeah so these things are going to be hard and, and as you said referring back to conversations we've had with coach O'Regan I mean you know kids going to St. John's like he's going right down the street yep this idea of like needing to recruit them 365 days a year is really hard 
And, and look, I don't blame a kid for going to the Big East. Like, you know, same thing. I'm sure the Hofstra fans feel like we do about D'Angelo Amos playing at UVA, you know, which is good luck. We'll root for you. But yeah. um, but it's also hard uh, when a kid has a good year. So the other thing is the basketball tournament, Rob, though we're going to get a little summer distraction. Um, JMU got a team in the tournament. They've been trying to put this together for a couple of years. Um, unfortunately, since it started, I think. Since it started, yeah, and they really haven't had much success with getting a team in. I'm, I'm very unclear about how it all works from that uh, standpoint. It's different because in the past we've been a booster. We've yes. been boosters. We're like we recruited they people like and then media followings and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and we were entitled to some of the winnings if they won the whole thing. And yeah, there was and there was like a fan vote element. Yeah. And it was fan vote plus some other selection committee. This year it appears to just be a selection committee. And they apparently felt pretty confident the entire way through the process that they were going to get a bid. So I don't know what changed. I'm happy it changed. But I don't quite understand how they went from outside looking in for four or five years to seemingly a shoe in. Mm -hmm. And it's cool. The team this year is called the Founding Fathers. You can go to the basketball tournament um, website. I have it up actually. It's the tournament.com um, and check out the bracket and all the times I do know. We do know that JMU's first game will be July 18th at 5 PM. Um, they're in the West Virginia region. They're all, I think all the games in that region are going to be in Charleston, West Virginia. So not too far. If anybody's interested, um, I did see they got the 16 seed and they have to play the number one seed sideline cancer, who I think is a, a multiple time finalist. Uh, this tournament, when it first started a few years ago, I remember Rob was mostly like alums, I mean, it was very alumni focused and the teams were very college basketball focused. Uh, You know, some of the teams have, um, you know, moved away from that. And when I say alum, it's like very loosely defined. Um, So you'll see on the JMU roster this year, it is, um, you know, it's good. I feel bad for them because AJ Davis has been a part of this for going back a few years and he's not going to get to play because of his injuries and, but it is going to be exciting to see a Andre Nation out on the floor again for a JMU team. Um, that'd be kind of cool. And then our our buddy Scooter Rankin uh, will be suiting up for the JMU team as well. Uh, so you know Duke Club's own there. So kind of an exciting. I, I, it will be a fun thing to watch a little bit. I, I think it's a Friday night that they play the first game. So it's, it's a good event. It, it's well it's put a very together. Good, I like the Elon. The winner now. wins a million bucks. So yeah. like. The teams take it seriously. <laughs> like, you know, uh, there's real incentive for sure. So, yeah, we just uh, just saw Switzerland beat France. So the 16th really? seed can win this tournament. Yes, in, in a shootout on the – Mbappe's got saved on the last kick. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so incredible. Yeah, so anybody can, anything can happen. Um, but those were kind of the two th- or the three things we were thinking about with this, Rob, I don't know if you had anything else on the tournament. I was trying to look up the players. I didn't quite get through who, you know, the full roster for the other team or anything. Um, but we'll probably, you know, that's July 18th. So we'll probably talk again before that game and get a chance to talk about, we'll certainly be talking well, about Kamayo it. Kamayo was weekend. the one that jumped out at me. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of cool. It's very cool. Yeah. I didn't even, I actually had forgotten about that. So yeah. that's awesome to know about. Um, so look, it's going to be a fun, you know, fun distraction as we head for the real year. Also, whoever's doing their social media this year is doing a good job. You know, they named the team the Founding Fathers, which is cool. And they got a cool little logo with James Madison on it. And like, you know, 
it's a cool thing. Like somebody's doing a better job with this this year. Like they've stepped up their game, you know? Yeah, they did. Um, the logo is awesome. Yeah. So enjoyable stuff there. Uh, and that's really, I, Rob, you got anything else on sports? I mean, I, we're going to try no, to no, in July. I, I do not. At, I, I have yeah. been exhausted by the season's ending and I've kind of tuned yeah. out. This yeah. is kind of my, my chance to refresh and not worry about things and just yeah. look forward to the fall. So I, I got nothing. Just the things you mentioned and that's all I was tracking. I guess I should say, you know, all the schedules are out um, and up on the JMU website for all of the fall sports. Like I saw like field hockey and, you know, soccer and stuff are mostly mostly complete the schedules and there's some you know so you can go check that out because there's definitely some cool stuff um going on you know across the board so that i saw men's soccer opens at home against marshall the defending champs uh defending national champions which is very cool because i'm sure that was scheduled it's like a preseason tournament in harrisonburg every year and you know i'm sure that was scheduled before marshall won the national title um but that's kind of that's a very cool way to open your season at home against the national champs. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's going to be really fun. And I just, I think I'm so looking forward to everything this summer. That is something, you know, all the sports this fall are going to be really fun to actually be able to attend games. So, and cool. they've announced all venues will be full capacity. Yeah. I mean, I think they're, you know, <laughs> Everything's subject to change these days, right? But uh, yes, we're hopeful. We're very as hopeful. As of now, as of now, um, all systems are go. Yes, yes. Um, I, you know, look, JMU had some fits and starts in the fall last year um, with the actual, you know, school part of this, which is what matters, <laughs> should be what matters. But sometimes it hurts when you try to be right in the middle, never be first or last. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But hopefully we're through the back and forth of some of that. So, we want to do a little summer overtime tonight and I talk about outdoor concert venues, right, Rob? I oh, didn't know if we wanted to I thought talk we just about, said like, summer. Is it outdoor? Summer, yeah, summer venues. I was just thinking we've talked a little bit about like how we love the 930 Club and stuff like yeah. that, but I'm not as excited to go to a show indoors in the summertime when there are so many options for outdoor activities, right? I mean, I think I prefer indoor shows generally just from a capacity standpoint and a sound standpoint. Yeah, it, with the types of bands we usually go see, because indoor usually means a little more intimate. Yes. Neither yes. you nor I are really into the big arena rock, you know. Although no. that's fun too. I mean, I've, yes, I've seen yeah, Springsteen sure. and, you know, yeah. Fish and other like bands in Verizon Center. Big, yeah, I mean, um, yeah. But typically, no, when we're talking, we're talking more than 930 club size, mm-hmm. which is always more fun to me than the big shows. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I well, This came up because, Rob, we're going to a show together in. Mm-hmm. In September, 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 September now, yeah. Yeah. at Wolf Trap, and yeah. I mean that's got to be like really close to the top of the list. It, I also I was wondering, Rob, my so a Wolf Trap is amazing because it's a national park for the performing arts, and there's just nothing cooler than that. That should speak for itself. I will say that my appreciation for Wolf Trap has grown as I have aged, though. Yes, the, You're right. The- the curfew is the best part of Wolf it's Trap. The best part. And it's not great. just the curfew, but I mean, there was a time when I like tailgate part of it or the pregame part is very, um, you know, restricted, mm-hmm. uh, you know, partially because Wolf Trap, you can actually purchase alcohol in the venue. So mm-hmm. they try to get everyone to go in the door yeah. and sell some merch, you know, <laughs> before, before the show starts. 
Uh, I think when I was younger, you know, we cared so much about the music part that we would like get indoor seats. And so then you can, you can't really, you can drink on the lawn, but it's not, you know, you, you can't drink in the chairs the way that you can't, I mean, or at least you, it's tough venue to like access your seat. You're not bringing in your own picnic basket and sitting in the pavilion. No. And so like, I don't know, they, they always felt very restrictive in the parking lot scene Mm -hmm. there, um, which when I was younger, like, mattered and now i'm like so happy to bring my own cooler and sit in the very back of the lawn with my friends yeah um yeah it really is the best so that was the one that got us thinking about this so oh, yeah i mean clearly that's that's got to be the tops i, I will yeah. go we've got to choose one of the other local ones I, oh, yeah. I don't love either but i uh-huh. much prefer merriweather over yes. whatever that atrocity is in what what is it? Jiffy Lube Bristol. Live, or it's I still terrible. think it was Nissan Pavilion. It's the worst venue in um, the country. <laughs> that's terrible. It's terrible, yeah. and it makes Meriwether's traffic look efficient. Like, well, that's the problem, right? Is that Meriwether's great once you're actually in. Once the you're venue. in there, it's, it's terrific. Once but you're parked, Meriwether is fantastic with all the trees and everything. But I've listened there to out of- significant portions of Fish's opening sets multiple times from 29 sitting there, and I'm talking leaving yes. like three or four hours early and you're yes. like, yeah, we're going to do it. And then you get a mile and it's completely, you just park and you're better yeah. off just parking on the side and walking in. So like, but once yeah. you're there, it's a very cool venue. The other Jiffy Lube Live is just terrible. Like getting it's in horrendous. is atrocious. Getting out is a complete nightmare. First of all, it's a yeah. traffic nightmare and it's a drunk driving nightmare. Night- yes. Um, nothing about that place is good. I don't think I've been there since it was called Nissan. I think it's probably been 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. Since I've been there, I, and it was one of those things where I think the last time I went, I was just like, "I'm done. I'm never going here again. It's not worth the hassle." Right. Um, oh yeah, that's awful. Um, so I think somewhat. Yeah, I just I like the um the other one I like in the summer. It's not local local, but I do like the um, Ramshead Live, the Pier Six. When they Maryland? do the downtown Baltimore thing, and yeah. yeah, maybe I'm calling it the wrong thing, but when they would do the one down, you know on the water, on the pier in Baltimore. Again, I thought Rams like, Head Live was the Annapolis one. Yeah, that may be the Annapolis one. Yeah. The one I'm thinking of is the Baltimore, the Pier 6 or whatever it's called, yeah. um, which is, you know, just, it's a cool venue. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, again, it's a pain to go to and from, but it's pretty darn cool. Yeah. Um, you know, I I don't know. I haven't really been, I was trying to think, we have a lot of Richmond people. I haven't really been to one of those, it's been many years since I've been to like the Browns Island Richmond shows. Um, but that's kind of a fun, smaller thing too, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, you got any bigger, like other places you've been Rob that, um, I mean, for me, my favorite is Fort Adams state park for Newport folk. Uh, um, it, yeah. it legitimately is a cool, cool venue. Yeah. And if people don't know, it's an old army fort. Um, and it's right on the water, huge mm-hmm. walls. I mean, it's meant to fortify the city, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly what it says, but they put a big stage on one side of the wall facing, facing the water mm-hmm. and people just surround it with boats and it becomes like, you know, a floating, floating, uh, flotata, flotata of just, how, how do I say that word? Flotilla. 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 Yeah, I was like flotilla. half flotilla, okay, half flotilla, flotilla, flotilla. You can know it's like, it's yeah. dinner time. I'm getting hungry. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. Like they've got a beer garden back there. So you can go chill in the, you know, check out all the boats, have a beer or two. Uh-huh. Um, so that's just, and it's, it actually sounds really good, surprisingly so, when it's just kind of booming out of there. And then mm-hmm. inside the fort, they've got multiple little stages. And it's that's just a cool. fun, fun way to spend the day yeah. in a beautiful setting. Like we go there, 
somewhere yeah. in the Red Rocks. It's one of those places you yeah. can go check out even if you're not seeing a show mm-hmm. just because it's very pretty. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's my ultimate favorite. It's just we got tickets again this year for two days. I think two of the six days we yeah. got it. You kind of had to go so blind. Is it like a venue all the time or is it just No, it's like a state clear. park. Yeah. It's a state park. Um, they the do one, Newport yeah. Folk and Newport Jazz there. Okay. And the rest of the time it's just a park. Like we'll go there and hang out and you can – there's like you can go sailing there we bike around um mm-hmm. i think you just check it out it's cool views you know you've got yeah. it's, it's right on the end of the island so you mm-hmm. can see jamestown and some of the other places and then just watch all the <laughs> boats go by people sail by constantly so if you're the type of person who likes that yeah. just kind of chilling and being being lazy and watching the day go by it's yeah. a cool spot to do that i've never been there but i the one that when i see video of it it always like makes me think i did go um in burlington vermont Mm-hmm. right there on Lake Champlain. They do like, that's where the Grace Potter, I think yeah. it's called like Grand Points North or something, but, and they have like a bunch of con, I mean, in like July and August, they have concerts, yeah. um, you know, and the same thing, you're like Lake behind you and all the boats and everything. It yeah, it's, seems it's really great. cool. Yeah. And it's also good because it ends early. You know, it's mostly during the day. You usually have the final act. It gets dark for, and then you're out yeah. of there and you're home by, you know, the, the traffic can be yeah. difficult, but we ride bikes most years. So you just zip right out and you're home by 930 or 10. So Nice. Yeah. Well, you brought up Red Rocks. I, t- I mean, obviously it's amazing. It's as, as you said, it's as much fun to just go there and bike or hike around there as mm-hmm. to go to a concert. Um, the sound for, Re- the, you know, the great thing about Red Rocks is it sounds really good for an outdoor venue yeah. because of the way it's set up. Um, but the Telluride, all the festivals in Telluride, are i don't know that's a really really tough view to beat i know there are places in like the gorge and in wisconsin i mean there are some places that are pretty beautiful other places in the country that i don't haven't been to and don't know about but telluride bluegrass um all those telluride jazz you know blues and brews all the ones they do Mm um it's on like the town baseball field but it's pretty amazing yeah. Um, and I do love the bring your own stuff, like bring your own chair, bring your own blanket. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It, just, it makes it more relaxed. It's, it's almost it like you can, there, it makes it more appealing to me to go to a festival. Festivals mm-hmm. that are not like that just don't appeal to me. Like I no, got, God bless like, people to go to Coachella no, or Reading or those ones where yeah. you're like standing full on raging concert experience. No. That's too much. Yeah. I like where you can kind of pick your spot chill yes. out, eat, hang out with your friends. And then if it's an act you don't love, it almost becomes just kind of background music yes. for a cookout type setting. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very cool. So I used to I'm go with bio. There's a, I think it's called, um, booth, something booth in Cary, North Carolina. There's one that's like that. Um, we went to see like Chris Stapleton and Willie Nelson in the last couple of years. Oh, awesome. Um, there. And it's funny cause Raleigh also has one of those like Nissan type awful places. On the every, east side every of town, out by is. the airport that's yeah. like not fun um, but then they have this little one and it's in like an office park but you bring your own chair in everybody brings their own chair i don't know it's if you get there in time and you have time it's really great uh i'm trying to think of anybody I, the one i want to go to rob actually it's totally local and this is harrisonburg we're not you know this is not an ad but red wing music festival is down there at stokesville campground Mm-hmm. This is where like the SM Shenandoah 100 bike race and stuff starts and ends. Um, and that's supposed to be really cool. I haven't been, but I know a lot of Harrisonburg people love that festival. Have you been to the one at Devil's Backbone Base Camp? 
I have. Well, yeah, with the I string they, dusters. Yeah, I think they moved that one to the bigger venue kind of down 29 a little further oh, um, it's God. grown so the festy yeah, yeah that one's really cool uh definitely cool and fun yeah that's the string dusters kind of like their signature one yeah and then drink's been trying to get us to go to dell fest which is supposed to be great in yeah. i think western maryland but i don't know that's cool. uh it's a fun topic and i'm so excited rob when we were talking about like getting just i'm sure i'm not the only one right but you know just looking at the calendar and like we can get tickets and go to things again. You can do things again. Yeah. yeah it's really great. Outside's open again. So, um, yeah, yeah. I know everybody feels the same way, but it, yeah. Labor Day weekend cannot get here soon enough. It's going to be awesome. So yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to enjoy the summer. I'm oh yeah. Afford, I didn't mean yeah. that. I just meant the tailgate. I'm really no, looking I got forward you. I got to all you. of us being together in the parking lot again. You're right. Yeah. I don't want to miss that. I mean, I've got, you know, a full, sort of a two day this weekend is like a two day 4th of July kind of for a lot of people, I think, because a lot of the like towns and cities, like the official one that I'm going to is on Saturday. And then there's another unofficial one on Sunday. Um, I don't you know this weekend. My so, family's like, gone. So my, my family uh, <laughs> leaves on Thursday. So I will probably just be like reading and grilling by myself. And then maybe I'll get on my bike and bike, bike down to like gravelly point or something to watch the fireworks but there's uh, a very good chance i will watch them on pbs instead <laughs> oh we are ancient <laughs> i love it oh no that's good rob it's good to talk to you i this has been fun to record at a reasonable time of day you know have an evening ahead of us yes. um, as much as we had to miss the shootout of that game yeah but it will be we look everybody have a good fourth um celebrate irresponsibly (laughs) it's it's post-covid summer go have fun do what you can and uh you know start training for training for the fall so hydrate it's it's a hundred pretty much everywhere everywhere where people are listening it's a hundred see the pacific northwest it's it's just awful my aunt uncle live out there i i oh it's just everyone knows it's i had classmates from yeah grad school who just moved out there this week yeah. And they're like, oh, we're escaping to cooler temps and the roads are buckling. It's so hot up there. They said it's... they closed their pools because the decks were too hot, yeah. which is like Burn something that around here we kind of get used to a little bit. But up there, well, and the worst thing is like my aunt and uncle don't have air conditioning. They've never yeah. had air conditioning. Like everyone up there. They said Seattle, only like 47% of residences have central air because – just don't have you don't need it and normally they do get like a week in the 90s and they complain about it but that's about it but 110 is a whole nother this is this (laughs) is arizona yeah yeah, that's really and like in arizona everyone knows what to do like everyone has air conditioning right but um yeah so yeah yeah good luck stay stay hydrated stay safe have fun this week happy fourth everybody uh let's make it a good one um And Rob, I will talk to you in two weeks. Yeah, have a good week, everybody. Or two weeks. Or just enjoy your life. (laughs) (laughs) Go go make a flotata and eat eat well. (laughs) Go Dukes.
Show don't mean, show don't mean a natural thing.